0: Tech Talk with Alan Perry on Cfax 1070.
1: Well hello there. Welcome aboard our TC10k Calsa Day Chemist Day weekend edition of Tech Talk. We're live on Saturday morning, April 29th, Sunday afternoon, the 30th for the TC10k, Special welcome to those of you that have come here for that, filling up the hotels and are waiting for people to finish or doing something else afterwards. Glad to have you along. And we'll have a podcast for you so you can pick up any or all of the show at your convenience. We this weekend is myself. Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0 Computing. And I'm Brian Pavlich, your Tech Talk producer. And before we went on the air, baby photos were being traded, not by me, not by me, by Brian and by Gary. If you go to shownotes.ca, Brian had his turn a couple weeks ago, but if you go down to the bottom, just above our sign of the week, you will find... A picture of my son,
0: Nicholas, with his new son, Felix Storm. I love that name. I, so do I. It's, it's
1: a great middle name. There we go. Top that one. Milo's pretty good, Brian. <laughs> there you go. We've got lots of stuff to talk about. It's so nice to finally have the decent weather here. Oh, yesterday was amazing. <sighs> if you're listening on Sunday afternoon, it's supposed to be clouding over for the TC 10K, so people won't get fried doing the run. But, uh, well, I should mention off the way, because this is the start of this, uh, the season, sort of, for Brian. We get decent weather, we get events as well. If you don't want to listen to us, so I will give you a couple good excuses to pick up Brian's work on the podcast later. We do have the uh, big, gigantic garage sale going on. In Esquimalt, out behind the Esquimalt Rec Mm -hmm. Centre Till 1pm No commercial sellers So it's just people wanting to clean out the garage Going on out there And then of course on Sunday A couple you might not be aware of In addition to the 10k They have the Khalsa Day celebration Which is our island's largest Visaki celebration Mm -hmm. Taking place um, The procession is 9 till 4 um, That's at the Temple on Cecilia Road In the Burnside Gorge area And also you might not know about Camus Day Oh, no. Neither of you? Okay, so if you're going to... Be, this is, again, Sunday, 12 till 3. So if you're listening to us on Sunday afternoon, get down there. It started an hour ago. Uh, again, on Sunday. This is down at Uplands Park, Cattle Point at Beach Drive. Um, and this is... They've got bald eagles, food drink, prizes, wildflower walks throughout the afternoon, all that stuff. So Let's also not forget, it's the beginning of fair season. Yes, we have. the... Mayfair has
0: a midway. Yeah, what and we
1: used to remember is the J C Fair. I really oh, dated wasn't that myself? amazing. Brian's he was going,
0: well, I... you know what? <laughs> At the J C Fair one year, the Kings, no, no, the Everly Brothers were playing in the and Memorial. No, but nobody was listening to them. They were actually outside on the uh, on the pavement, mm-hmm. and people were just ignoring them. <sighs> and then in '84, I guess they held their concert in
1: Central Park. Five hundred thousand people. Yeah, what a difference time makes. Yeah. So, yeah, so if you're going by Mayfair Mall, you will see that the West Coast Amusements is set out there so you can get your corn dogs and... Looks like a lot of fun. All that stuff. There we go. We have lots of stuff to talk about this week. Got a ton of emails and texts and some really good questions here that we've been researching the answers to here. One off the top, Microsoft, and this is item number 10 in the show notes, Microsoft has announced that there will be no more feature (laughs) updates to Windows 10. You've probably had people, Brian, Gary, going, ah! No more updates. No, no. No, no.
0: The security updates will continue till October 25, uh, October 2025. So two and a half years. But it's, it's, you know, I'm now to that point where, and you may not agree with me, but uh, one of our mutual friends, Chris, I actually, you sent him to me for a laptop. Mm -hmm. And I said, you're going to Windows 11. (laughs) And so far, he seems pretty happy.
1: Yeah, there's just some minor tweaks. Pretty well, they've backtracked on all the things that they forced you to do differently, uh, Brian. So now the vast majority uh, Mm -hmm. are there. The the one last niggling thing that, from a security point of view, drives me crazy is in the bottom right corner where the little icons are, you still cannot make it show everything the way you can on 10. So if something new pops up and gets installed, there'll be a little up arrow and you won't necessarily see it.
0: You need to click that up arrow once in a while just to be able to Mm -hmm. see, Mm -hmm. or you'll get it through notifications.
1: Yeah, but Um, other than that, pretty well everything else is Other than that,
0: it's it's like I even told Chris, and it's like I've said to most of my clients who are unsure, remember how in Windows 3.1 you learned how to click on an icon and it did something? (laughs) Guess what Windows 11 does same thing.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's a very robust, a stable, full-featured operating system. It was just my annoyance. And from helping people, they said, where's this gone? Yeah. Why can't I? Why can't I? It, it, you're supposed to add things, not take things away. And so they've largely fixed that. They so, have.
0: And, you know, it's, I've been using it for, since way before pre-release. And yeah. I've, I've loved actually watching it evolve. Yeah. And, and how it's changing.
1: Sometimes not for the better, but that's life. Yeah. So, the key thing for many of you listening to us, if you have a Windows 10 PC made in the last eight years, and Gary can attest to this, you can upgrade to Windows 11 whenever you want, even if your PC says it doesn't meet the minimum specs. That Now, I'm going to interject here.
0: No, you cannot upgrade. It needs to be a clean install. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Yes, sorry, but you yeah. can't
1: click a button and have a go, oh, no, Windows 11. Yeah. It'll just say no. Yeah,
0: you can get it upgraded. Now, where, where Microsoft is actually not totally correct, they keep saying 8th generation and, and newer. Yeah. Lenovo's had TPM 2.0 and Secure Boot since well before that. So, yeah. we have 6th generation computers where it installs seamlessly. Microsoft doesn't even say, yeah. that's not an 8th gen. Right. It just installs. It's beautiful.
1: Yeah. So that. So it does need to be a clean install. So unless you are feeling really proficient with this, Brian, you should get somebody to help you with this. Right,
2: yeah. I'll always be sure that you have your information
1: backed up. Well, yeah, yeah. have your information situations. backed
0: up. And please also understand, you're going to have to reinstall all of your software.
2: Yeah. Yes. Your, so data, before you...
0: your data will move over seamlessly, make mm-hmm. sure it's backed up, and then you can move the data over. Yeah but your your apps,
1: your programs, yes. those will have to be reinstalled. So if you have stuff that you either downloaded or came on a disk, then you're going to need either the download in some cases we many cases we can go back and find that download. Mm-hmm. The disk, but you're also going to need the product key. Correct, unless it came from Microsoft. If it came from Microsoft, we're okay because we can find it on your account. But yeah. anything else, we're going to need that product key. If, so if you have an old game, you know what's the um, the one with all the jewels, bejeweled mm. okay. things like that. There's like three of those things like that. Yeah. We need you know they're they're old. So in some yeah. cases it's going to be time to let stuff go. Yes. Uh, in many cases, in fact, you've got uh, you've got an email there from this sort of segment from Evernote. There's a lady. Oh, where's
0: question about uh, using? Where are we? Here? Jan really loves uh, using Evernote. She does, and I'm trying. There it is. Uh, I've been using Evernote for years now. Today, I received an email from them saying the price is increasing again. I'm on a pension and can't really justify spending 160 plus tax for it. That's a lot of money. Uh, I love app and it's worked well for me, B, but can you tell me if there is a
1: cheaper option? I had no idea Evernote Brian had become 160 dollars a year.
2: Yeah, unreal. It's incredible. Yeah.
1: Um, Happy to report, OneNote. Yeah,
0: Microsoft yeah. OneNote. Yeah. Um, for Single user license, seventy nine dollars a year. Mm-hmm. You get not only OneNote, but you get the entire Office three sixty five suite. And if
1: you what? don't want that, OneNote itself is free. Yeah, Microsoft mm-hmm. OneNote. It works on computers, works on Macs, works on Windows, mm-hmm. works on tablets, works on smartphones. It's a little not not clunky. It's just the layout is tricky because is. of the s- screen size. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it works. But no, but for, the, for again for the half the
0: price of Evernote. You get the entire suite and a terabyte of cloud storage for
1: your OneDrive, and sixty yeah. minutes of phoning of, of, around phoning the world to people Skype, that don't yeah. have mobile phones. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. So that would be it, Jan. Anybody else? One hundred and sixty bucks. I had it's no idea. Enough. Brian's looking at it on the screen yeah. now.
2: It looks like there's a lot of calendar and scheduling stuff that has like nice interfaces, which you might want because I'm switching interfaces. Like if you're going from like Google Calendar to Apple Calendar, you'll notice differences that you know wreck your yeah. workflow sometimes. So there might be a, a learning phase, but like you know, my, the Microsoft suite has definitely can do all this stuff oh, in, yeah. in yeah. their free versions without yeah. even having to do the full yeah. 365 subscription. Whistles.
1: So there you go. Anybody else that's coming up for renewal on... I'd, to be honest, Jan, you're the only person I know that that, that uses Evernote. It was one of the early ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was sort of like Dropbox was the early cloud before we that's got right. things like iCloud and OneDrive. Evernote was there before OneNote and all those things came along. So Yeah, they were they yeah. were quite visionary, except they decided they needed more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got. I want to get to one homework video early because we've been talking a lot uh, lately about the amazing and admittedly sometimes scary things that artificial intelligence can do now, and we've got more to talk about during the show. In video number 40, down at the bottom of our show notes, prepare to be amazed as Joanna Stern, the Wall Street Journal's senior personal tech columnist, creates an artificial intelligence twin of herself and then sets out to see if it can replace her for a day.
3: Okay, so I clone myself, kinda. Howdy, why? Well, the latest AI tools that generate text and images already make it hard to tell the difference between what's real and what's fake. What's coming next with AI-generated voice and video is gonna blur the lines even more. So I came up with a challenge. Can I replace myself with AI for the day.
1: There you go. Go and watch. She tries those things as, will it create a TikTok video for her? Can she make video calls? Can she take part in a Zoom meeting without yep. them knowing? And testing her bank's voice biometric system. I know many of you have asked me whether directly in person or through on the show through chats and emails about this AI and some of you are understandably concerned some cases scared so over the time we want to try and open your eyes to what it can do what it can't do and what it can't do yet and this mm-hmm. is a Joanna does a great job with this video showing you how she creates the the avatar and then how she puts it to use and I think you're going to be surprised uh, by the results so again that's video number 40 at the bottom of the show notes
2: there. Wait, is there sp- specific software she's using to generate this?
1: Yes, and she what? gives you the names of the software so so you can try it out and she worked with a couple companies. It involved her because she wanted to really make it work hard. Mm-hmm. It involved her going into a studio and recording 2 hours. Oh. worth yeah. of script so it could create her voice.
2: Right, in all kinds of vari- variations, yeah. yeah.
1: For you and me, we wouldn't need to to do that thing to do, but if you're going to try and fool the bank. Right. And spoiler alert, yeah, it fooled the bank.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. So
0: that's... kind of uh, of harkens back 30, 40 years. Is it real or is it Memorex? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, this is a big deal for the banks because they are kind of proud of the fact that before they let you get through to talk to a real person, then they get you to say, like, your name and your full birth date, and it compares your voice to what they have on file. Okay, And they ask you before they do the recording initially, they say, can we set up voice verification for you? Yep. And they're really proud of that. And now, yeah, now that's <laughs> the anyone court.
2: you can get a couple hours or, or like is enough. Yeah. <laughs> video so now up. the next,
1: the other one that I love on Royal Bank, for example, they use Face ID, which uses Apple's Face ID technology built into my phone. That locks, that let, lets me into my bank account. Mm-hmm. Right. So that one's pretty, that one's pretty secure. So we're okay on that one for AI.
2: Right, you can't point that to a screen. It has to be pointed at a real person, and unless you have an identical twin.
1: Yeah, and the yeah. other thing that we did, and this is worth mentioning, uh, for people going traveling, one of the concerns was if you use eSIMS and a different phone number when you're traveling, turn off your Canadian number. Sometimes, many times, the bank wants to text you a code to prove sure. it's you, and what are you doing in Malta? Yeah. Uh, well, happy to report that Royal and several other banks have now started saying, uh, if we can't text you a code... Then what they do is they get you to hold up either your passport or your driver's license to the camera, takes a picture. Mm-hmm. Now they say, now hold it up next to your face. And it compares the two and says, yes, that's you. You're good. Oh, wow. Okay. So an alternate way of being able to prove you're you when you're not where you can get a, a text.
2: Right. Yeah, which is common, a common problem when we're talking about traveling. It's like, yeah, good luck with any of your banks, though, because you won't be able to authenticate.
1: Yes, And this is also something that Facebook has started doing if your account gets hacked. And we've got an email about that, and we have the answer for you when we continue. But we'd love to help you out. We've got a whole bunch of emails and texts that we'll get to in just a sec. But Saturday morning while we're live, here's your chance. Put us to the test. See if we can put a smile back on your face if something's driving you crazy. 250-386-1161 on a home phone. Star 1070 on a mobile phone anywhere in Canada. 1070 10 1, 0, 7, 0, 1, 0 by text. Please include your first name somewhere in the text. Emails, old fashioned email still works at Tech Talk T-E-C-H T A L K at Cfax1070.com. Twenty after the hour as we continue on Tech Talk with Alan and Gary and Brian. And in a very important email here, a question from Rick. Yeah, it's from Rick, and this is Alan got this. Uh, hi, Alan. I got
0: contacted by a friend by messenger this morning. Seems she needed a trusted friend to help her recover her account. I was sent a code number for her to enter. I thought I was helping her. I can no longer log into Facebook and my account doesn't seem to recognize anything about me. Am I in big
1: trouble and do I need to see a professional? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. So give credit to the scammers weasels. This was very creative. It I had works. to I had to stop and parse this one through and then I messaged a couple people and I figured it out. So I put this into item number 4 in the show notes. So I would encourage many of you please not only heed this yourself if you use Facebook, but maybe copy and paste this into Facebook to your messages of, of, to yeah, all your friends, yes. Yeah, so here's, if someone messages you to say they need help unlocking their Facebook account and to please send them the code that Facebook will send you, don't give it to them. The person messaging you is a scammer posing as their friend.
0: Yeah, they're, they're trying to get,
1: that code will get them into your account. Right, what they've done is they've gone to your Facebook account and said... I've forgotten my password, and it says, okay, we'll send you a code. What code did we send you? They then message you and say, hi, it's Susan. You're my trusted friend. Mm -hmm. Can you please give me the code Facebook sent you so I can get back into my account? As soon as you do that, they're into your account. They change the password. They lock you out. and, And you're going, well, why would they do that other than being jerks? Well, they're mining for information. Because now they can message each of your friends posing as you and it could be as simple as I'm stuck in Botswana, my passport's being stolen, can you send me $50? In many other cases, they're using it for pushing cryptocurrency scams, but at the very least, they can then use that same technique posing as you to send the same message you got to to your friends saying hey you know in this case it, it it's rick i'm locked out of my account can i send you a code because they can see your friends account address yeah. Yeah. so if you but the good news is and what i said back to rick he doesn't need a professional for this one All he needs to do, and this is a great new feature that Facebook and Instagram have done, you can now, what we were saying before the break, you can use your passport or your driver's license to regain access. And to show you how common this must be, they created a special website just for this. It's an easy one, facebook.com slash hacked. I put it right into the show notes, item number four. So if you're walking, biking, or driving, or one lady told me she listens on horseback. Okay. There we go. And so when you go there, it says report compromised account. If you believe your account's been compromised by another person or a virus, please click the My Account is Compromised button below. we will help you log back into your account so you can regain control. And when you click on My Account is Compromised, you put in your email address or phone number, and then it brings you up a bunch of choices saying, why do you think your account is compromised? And then you go through and you say, somebody's taken over my account. And they're going to get you to do this, so you need to do this, Rick and anybody else, on a device that has a camera, whether it's a laptop, desktop, tablet, whatever, and you're going to need your passport or your driver's license. It'll normally take about 24 hours. A human at Facebook's end actually does this, not AI, which is smart. Yeah. Because they say, okay, you've already been hacked. Let's make sure you're not a hacker. And so, yeah, so sorry about that, but please... This is a new one for me. Don't <laughs> worry about this. Yeah. We keep telling you on this show, you know, they're just going to they're not going to stop being bad people. They're just going to find another way to Different scam Different ways you. to be bad. So, cat and mouse, so hopefully in Rick's case, um, cat one mouse zero. Now we're going to reverse the tables and try and turn that around. So please feel free to copy and paste that. Anything you find in the show notes that you want to pass on. Uh, some people really nice me they say, "Hey, can I take that picture of the sign of the week?" And, uh, yeah, fill your boots. That's what it's there. Therefore, it's, we're the only radio show that comes with homework, so we're glad to do that. Okay, to the phone lines, and Roger's up first. Hi, Roger.
4: Hi, guys. I've uh, got one to add to uh, not doing something quick enough and thinking that it's going to get better. So about a year ago, uh, somebody figured out my password to get into my Shaw email account, and um, was using e-transfers, uh, so they were intercepting the e-transfers. Ugh. I was still using the security code, so sometimes my client, unbeknownst to me, was selling, sending me the e-transfers, so... You
1: they know, weren't and, getting them, they know, were going we, directly.
4: You didn't always know was coming, yeah. and then if uh, they would they would email them back, go, what was that answer again? So, on three different ones, I lost uh, $4,000. Oh, Wow. So on on and both those situations are still outstanding with the banks. One was so bad Scotia Bank phoned my client and said, uh, you sure you did you want the money to go to Roger or did you want the money to go to Gomez? And he said at that point, Well I'll definitely go to Roger. So when he went back after we filed a police report and did everything right. Yep. Uh the bank said, Oh no, you said send it through so, so oh, he's wow. still uh, oh. trying to get
1: that money back. <laughs> um, then- if, I can, if I can, Roger, here's one really important thing for you and anybody else that's doing e-transfers. Please, instead of having them send it to your email address, which can fall victim to exactly what you said, please have them send it to your mobile phone number. The only way somebody can then intercept it is Gary, if they actually get a hold of your phone yep. or trick your carrier into giving your phone number to them. And that's pretty, that's. That's a little more difficult. Yeah, that's a lot. Pretty well, all the carriers are onto that yep. one. Also, check to see uh, anybody that gets e transfers, check to see if you can turn on auto deposit. That way, all you get is a message saying it's your e-transfer deposited. from Gary has been deposited. It's not like put in the security answer yeah. and, and do that. Roger, please do that. I, I can't go back and fix the past, but at least that way you'll stop that from happening again.
4: But with them being in the, um, in the email, now they went after my aeroplan points. Uh, and uh, 8,000 points later down the tube... Yeah. Uh, and then we caught it last September. They, I thought they'd made an adjustment. I was waiting to get those points back to take about uh, about six months. Uh, still, it's been eight months. Still haven't got any points back. Yep. Uh, and then just found out yeah, this week when I went to uh, use the points to get to Edmonton to see some old football players, uh, they uh, <laughs> found out that eight thousand points later, and they just kept. You know, and they'd actually given us a file number. They knew how they were doing it. And somehow, because they were intercepting it in my emails, they were posing as me and just saying, yeah, yeah, it's me. Go ahead. Yeah. And they were flipping the points into Visa.
1: And yeah, visa getting credits. Credit cards so one other thing, sorry to be brief, the news is coming up, but one other important thing for you to do, Roger, is to go into your Shaw email account via webmail and check under rules and make sure they, in accessing your account, they did not put a rule on that forwards messages to them at another address, even though you would still see them. So don't just change your password for your Shaw email, but... Check the rules. Yeah. There we, and I'll save you asking the question, still no answer from Rogers on what's happening with Shaw email nope. in the future. Stay tuned. More when we continue after news update. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Along with Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers and Brian Pavlicich for our TC10K weekend edition. Glad to have you along. Whether you're listening Saturday morning live or Sunday afternoon or to the podcast I just got a really cool email, Gary. Mm -hmm. We get many here. And and the really neat thing is this was sent from Brian, B-R-Y-A-N's Apple Watch. And it says from Brian with Petey's help, a little bit of fun. I'm going to get Siri to play this for you.
3: To the voices of CFAX Tech Talk, we raise this ode, whose wisdom through the airwaves has gracefully flowed. Each Saturday we tune in, our minds open, prepared for the insights and answers that you've readily shared. With patience and knowledge, you fill the airwaves, addressing our queries, no matter how grave. From the novice to the expert, your guidance does span, unfurling the mysteries for every woman and man. The digital landscape, it endlessly grows, yet you navigate its web with unmatched repose. As wavelengths of wisdom past frequencies hum, your presence a beacon, like the morning sun. The hosts of Tech Talk, to whom praise we sing, thankful for the knowledge and help you each bring. OCFAX 1070, Treasure of the dial Your vibrant instruction Makes our lives versatile As the voices of technology You empower and enthuse For our questions And please You do not refuse A revered institution On this bright Saturday morn To the staff of Tech Talk We are ever grateful adorned
1: <laughs> <laughs> That is so cool not Brian doubt. and Petey Thank you Did Thanks. you do that with AI? Or were you, you just really good at, at poetry? Because that's, that's really that special was, That was well done Yeah
2: S- Siri needs a poetry mode. I forget what word it was there, but she—you know—you can tell yeah. the inflection was supposed to be different to ma- match the rhyme.
1: Yeah, refuse. Was it versatile or yeah, yeah versatile. versatile? Yeah, and she doesn't know how to pronounce versatile. did she yeah. say? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. Poetry mode. That one. Thank you, guys. Cool. That's really cool. Um, one special I wanted to mention because people get busy and there's so much going on here. This is not for this weekend. This is for Monday because other than being here playing with us, you're going to go play in the sunshine. Well, I'm going to add a bit of an incentive. Okay. If anybody wants one of these five,
0: and these are the T560s. Okay, let's uh, go through it first. Uh, so so Lenovo, that, it's a Lenovo T560, which is a 6th gen Core i5 laptop, Yeah. 15.6 inch screen, 8 you've, gigs of RAM.
1: Yep. Yeah. and you've put a new 240 Brand new 240 SSD.
0: gig SSD with Windows uh, 11 Pro. Yeah. Uh, one year warranty. Yeah. You know, that's a standard we have. Now, only five of these. There's only five. Normally, we were selling these at about, you know, $550 to $600. Yeah. Uh, I've put them on for 350
1: Yep. On just, Monday when Tesseract reopens.
0: Just for these. And yep. with an upgrade, if you want to go to 16 gigs RAM Gary knows, because whenever gigs,
1: he sends me these, I say, but what if somebody wants yeah. more RAM? So, Gary, so, put it right in. I've got up. it. If
0: you want to upgrade uh, yep. to 16 gigs RAM and a 480 gig, just add 75 bucks. That's if my you want. cost on it. Yeah. If you want. If you want. Yeah. Um... I'll give you an incentive for today. hmm Get your uh, butts down to the store uh by twelve fifteen. I'm gonna hang out till 1.30. one thirty. Oh, sorry. So no, Monday. Uh, Monday too, but I'm gonna hang out till one thirty today. I have a couple of things I have to do after that, but okay. I'm free until then. If you're listening live on Saturday, I will update that note in. Yep. <laughs> so you yeah. know that was if, coming. If you come okay. today, right after lunch, till till one thirty. Yeah. I'm gonna be at the store. Just knock on the door,
1: I'll let you in and okay. You wanna go Because it will say closed, right? It will. Update. Okay, I will type that. Cool. Okay, while I'm doing that, then you can take a call from Gail. Hi, Gail. Welcome to Tech Talk. Hi,
5: thank you. How um, can we help? Um, I noticed a problem this week. I'm a blind user. I have an iPhone SE2, and it's been updated to iOS 16.4.1, But I and I use VoiceOver and Siri a lot. So I was setting uh, an appointment on my calendar for may the 31st and when it repeated the details back to me it said you have an appointment on may 30th for such and such a time and had the details correct but not the date and i so i tried it again and it wouldn't recognize that it was may 31st so i tried to do um just a fake appointment for another month of the year that had 31 days and it did the same thing it wouldn't I tried it for uh, October 31st, and it put it in for October, and I just wondered... um, Maybe
1: you found a bug. I'm going to try that on my iPhone right now. I'll do something that I wouldn't normally do, so we'll put that in. Hey, Siri, add to my calendar, May 31st, 10 a.m., buy champagne.
3: Buy champagne is scheduled for 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on May 30th.
1: You just found a bug. Wow. You just found a bug, Gail.
5: I thought I did. I do belong to a tech uh, Zoom group at CNIB, and I mentioned it to them, and they said same thing. I think you found a bug.
1: (laughs) I will report that to Apple. Um, But for now, this is a challenge for you. For the for others that uh, are cited, then what we would do is we would simply go to May Mm thirtieth, tap on it, and edit and change to the thirty first. That's a real challenge for you. So yes. let me try. Hmm. So I'm going to go. Can Brian, can you change? Can you use Siri to change an appointment or do you have to do it? Have you ever tried? Uh,
2: Yeah. I know if you've, especially if you just made it, you can actually say, I know I've done like, Hey, can you actually move that to tomorrow? Okay. So, so
1: let me try. Hey, Siri, change my 10 a.m. May 30th appointment to May 31st. I found
3: 23 events. Can you be more specific?
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. No, okay. Well, no, I'm thinking this through. I would just click and drag it, but you can't do that, so... Uh, here, let's see. Hmm.
2: Hey, Siri, can you move my 10 a.m. on May 30th forward one day? I
5: can't help you with that. Huh. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, but... And
5: I tried to say... Um, what is the day of the week on May 30th? And it told me, and then I said, what is the day of the week on June the 1st? Ah,
1: okay. And it
5: seemed to screw, you know.
1: Okay, so let me try this one. So I'm gonna delete that one. And so May 30th is Tuesday. So let's try it with the day included in there. I've deleted my reference to buying champagne. And by the way, I don't buy champagne. Hey Siri, add to my calendar. Tuesday, May 30th, 10 a.m., buy champagne. Oh, no, I didn't want that. No, you cancel the 31st. that. I want the 31st. Oh. Sorry, delete that. But I'm going to do it even... I'm going to try it differently. I'm going to do it on the last Wednesday in May. Okay, that's the 31st. So nice. let's let's yeah. try that one. I'm just thinking out loud here. Sorry to waste your time.
5: No, 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 it's interesting to me. Yeah.
1: Hey, Siri, add to my calendar, 10 a.m. on the last Wednesday in May, buy A big bottle of champagne.
3: When should I schedule it for?
1: The last Wednesday in May, 10 a.m.
3: When should I schedule it for?
1: No, there's a glitch there. (laughs) It does not Uh, like the 31st. Interesting. Okay, so let me try it with the day included. Hey, Siri, add to my calendar Wednesday, May 31st. Buy champagne.
3: When should I schedule it
2: for?
1: No, there's a glitch. She doesn't know 30. That's a
2: was it for any other months, or was it just May 31st? That-
1: no, I tried, Gail tried other, months other months, and
5: it same thing with the months with 31 days.
1: Wow. Okay, I will file that cool. as an immediate um, report with yeah. uh, with Apple. I'll use Apple support, and that gets... I've discovered if you use the Apple support app and talk to a human, that gets it up the food chain right away. I'm sorry about that, but thank you. Well, no, well, I, that's just, a cool one.
5: Uh, I thought it was an interesting glitch and it wondered is. sort of what what uh, consequences it could have with...
1: Uh... Yeah, it's only an issue, but it's a huge issue for people like yourself um, that have visual uh, impairment. Or the rest of us would just go <laughs> and drag it over, but no. Hmm. Okay, leave that with me. I'm also going to text A-Tan and Charles from the Victoria Mac and iOS user right. group to see A, if they've heard of it, and B, if they know a workaround. If anybody else has got a workaround for Gail, in the meantime, while we're waiting for Apple...
2: Yeah, mm. I, I just even tried asking what is what do I have booked for May thirty first, and it shows me what I booked for May thirtieth. Exactly. And like either there's just no way it can access that day.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Pauline just texted and says she thinks Siri was asking me for the time when I when I did that. So I'm going to give it one more one more try here because I really want to solve this for you here. So, hey Siri. Add to my calendar, 10 a.m. on Wednesday, May 31st. Buy champagne. What do you want to call it? Buy champagne.
3: When should I schedule it for?
1: Can you screenshot May those? 31st, 10 a.m.
3: My champagne is scheduled for 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on
1: May 30th. No, there you go. <laughs> cool. No, nope. that's a bug. Wow, cool. Uh, uh, okay, bear with us. We'll find an answer. I'll text as soon as we take a break, which we'll do right now. I will text A10 and Charles. If anybody um, else has got a bright idea. If you
0: actually look in your calendar, yes. the 31st doesn't exist.
2: Uh, no, my I can see it on Does my it? calendar.
0: Yeah, May. Make sure. You okay, yeah. I'm You're looking, looking April at. April. I was sorry, I was looking at April. <laughs> I did. That so first. no, it didn't exist in April. <laughs> yeah. uh. no, that's called, well. And
5: I said I asked even if it. I checked to see if this was a leap year and that had yeah. anything to do with it, but that's,
1: no, that's in that no, February that's, and that's, that's a big bug. That's an embarrassing big bug, but that's the uh-huh. whole point of this. We'll get it fixed for you. Stay tuned.
5: Do You want me? I shouldn't. I don't need to stand. No,
1: you just mind. keep listening. And if okay. we find the answer during the show, Brian's actually—I can see—he's on to Apple Support right here. <laughs> and I'll—I'll I'll try doing it during the news break at the top of the hour. See if I can get through. Thanks very much. Thanks, Gail. Sorry about that, but thanks for bringing it to our attention. You're welcome. All right, quick break and back with more. Welcome back to Tech Talk. With Alan and Gary and Brian. Okay, a couple things there. So I have texted Atana and Charles at the Victoria Mac and iOS user group. Brian is trying to use the feedback assistance. It takes a couple minutes normally to get a callback. So aside from Gail's issue, and this is a big one. uh, For anybody else that has an iPhone or an iPad, I would encourage you to go to the App Store. And even if yours is working flawlessly, other than this little glitch, please download the Apple Support app. It's dark blue background with a white Apple logo in the corner. Keep it in case you need it, Brian, because it, it's great if you have an issue. You can let them remotely access your computer, depending on the issue that you have or whatever it is. And they can often, they normally call you back. I've found, well, I've tried it probably maybe a dozen times with people, and they normally, Gary, they get back to me mm-hmm. within a minute or two, even if it's like 9 o'clock at night, because they're around the world. And, it, and it's okay for, for them to remotely access your, your phone. Okay, we always tell people, be very careful about letting strangers uh, into your phone. Even if Brian or Gary or I or Peter or somebody at Priority One or Gizmos, even if we remotely access, we always get you to check our name before you click the button to, to allow. Have you used Apple support before, Brian?
2: Uh, oh, yes, I have before when I was at, I had an account bug problem. I was on the phone for hours. Yeah. <laughs> But, but but
1: other than that, getting through normally is pretty quick.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm actually surprised at how fast Apple Support gets to you um, when I've, even though I've had warranty issues and stuff. Yeah, it's really good.
1: Uh, while we're doing scams, I will do this one, please. Item number one in the Tech Talk show notes. And I had I was in Vancouver for a couple of days, mm. and even on the ferry, there was just a whole raft of people getting busy and not thinking clearly and they know who I'm talking about and they were the ones that said I wasn't thinking clearly Um, and falling for things. So watch out for a new round of fake emails pretending to be from Shaw, claiming your emails have been placed on hold due to an outdated mailbox. I put a screenshot of it into the show notes. This one is from Mimi and it's from GattyGanty at Rogers.com. Now, Rogers did buy Shaw so, some people might think, oh, maybe that's maybe, them, yep. but Gaddy Ganty? Um, yeah. Also, uh, Rogers.com email accounts are now hosted by Yahoo. Um, and the email is Dear Customer. And it strangely uses the Shaw Direct service, mm-hmm. which is their satellite service, not their email, but whatever. Your account is, has placed, now listen to the wording. Your account has placed seven incoming messages on hold due to the outdated Shaw, small letters, mailbox you are using. Your account has been reactivated. Check out the new mailbox and reactivate it. And then they want you to click on the Update Now link, which takes you to Shawservices1.wixsite.com. That is a, my site. Yeah, that's <laughs> a web page at Wixsite, which is a budget US web page yep. provider if you want to set up your own a website then they're one of the biggies. GoDaddy and Wix and a bunch of others. So never, never click on links and emails like this. If you get one with a receipt for your uh, McAfee renewal for five years for $375, charged to your credit card, here's your receipt, don't call the phone number. It's a scam. Scam. They're trying to freak you out so your common sense will go south and you will do something you otherwise would know not to do. Please. (laughs) Yes. We'll require your visa card and password
0: to be able to put the money back on.
1: Yeah. Or we'll require you to log into your bank account to make sure you get the money back. Yeah. And then let us see your screen so we can be sure. Oh, we refunded you $37,500. You clicked on an extra zero. Now you need to give us back the money. Go buy Amazon gift cards. Yep. These are all scams. So, please. So... I'll say it again. It's item two in the show notes right below the shawl one there. If you get an email or a text about a problem with an account or service, or about a package that can't be delivered, or an invoice or receipt for something you didn't order, or about a refund owed to you, or about a prize you've won, assume... Scam. Okay, that's the starting point. Yep. Everything is a scam unless proven otherwise. Okay, If you think something might be real, check directly with the bank or the merchant. Don't click on a link. Don't click on a link.
0: Do not phone the phone number on the site that you're on. Yep.
1: Ever. There we go. Okay, soapbox away. Uh, Marcel and Rose, you're up next, and we continue after break. As we roll on on our TC10K weekend edition of Tech Talk for 2023, a text here from Gordon... I was into Gary's store. We talked about Windows 11. Gary showed me 11, and so I went home and upgraded my Surface Pro to 11. Thanks, Gary. It's great. You're welcome, Gordon. (laughs) Change is not always necessarily bad. No. Uh, If you've got a device that's made within the last, how many years will it automatically allow you to do the Uh, upgrade?
0: Depends on a number of things, but generally, eighth generation generation and newer, but only if the product has TPM 2.0, Trusted Platform Module, and Secure Boot. There are still some cheap computers being sold out there that do not
1: have that. They're brand new computers, but they do not have those. Mo- right. That module. So here's the key question: If somebody says, "Click here to upgrade to Windows 11," do you recommend doing that, or because I'm kind of religious about doing it as a clean install, just because of the performance boost? Is, you- no, no. It's it's we've we've
0: helped a number of clients uh, do just the, the in place upgrade. Yeah. Uh, and as long as the computer is capable of doing it. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll go to uh, set a, uh, settings, yeah. updates, and it'll be there. Right. You click on check to see if your computer is
1: compatible. And has that and gone that, smoothly? It's a, it's amazingly smooth. Okay, I have not had a problem with doing yeah. the upgrades for people that wanted it, Brian. Yep. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, not anything okay. that's uh, okay. Yeah, meets the requirements. Yeah.
1: If it's an older machine, then we always recommend a clean install, clean install. because, yep. a, in ma- most cases, you have to because it doesn't have that upgrade button. Well, no, no, no. In the older machines
0: that people bring to us, yep. we obviously will test a few things first because last thing you really want to do is upgrade yep. your operating system on a failing hard drive. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for being patient, everybody, on the phone lines, and Marcel's up next. Hi, Marcel. Thanks for waiting. How can we help you?
6: Hi. Good morning, you guys. Hi. Uh, I've got an S21 uh, Ultra.
1: Yep, Samsung and Galaxy S21. Yes?
6: And my brother has a Motorola G Pure. It's a brand new phone he just had a couple of weeks ago. Right. And what happened is we used to text each other pictures. And everything went okay until I did the factory reset on my, on my end. Yes. Because I had a bug I thought I could fix by doing a, a reset and putting everything back into the phone again. Uh-huh. But ever since I did that, I send him a text message with a picture. He gets it. But all you get is a little spinning wheel that, you know, it's downloading the picture, but nothing happens. Okay. And then if he tries to send me a text with a picture, then it doesn't even get out of his phone.
1: Okay. Um, but nothing else has changed other than you doing the factory reset? It was working before? Yes. Okay. So... Now, Android. I'm going to get Brian's help on on this one. Uh, first of all, to check to make sure on Marcel's phone that he's got MMS. That stands for Multimedia Service. In other words, something other than words.
2: Yes. Yeah. Like the uh, yeah. Any, yeah. Uh, as an alternative to SMS, which is the standard text. Yeah. Simple message. Messaging
1: Service. That's what those yeah. two stand for. So you want to go into your settings.
2: But so he has no problem sending it to anyone else. So it's only this uh, his friend with Videotron.
1: Yeah, let me let me check with that, Marcel. So if you send a picture to somebody else, it works fine.
2: Yes, it says it's MMS.
1: It's yep. Not SMS. Right, but it goes like if you were if you were to send one to somebody else, it works fine. It's only with this one person that you're having the issue.
6: Yes, we did a test with another brother this morning. Yep. Actually, uh, my my brother Laren is uh, listening and phone work right now. He's listening to the show. Hey, bonjour. Uh, and that worked he did okay this morning with another brother from Montreal. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't get he couldn't download his picture either. Does
2: okay. your
1: brother have
2: data with Videotron, or is he switched to a, a phone plan only? Because it would require data.
1: Yeah, but this was working before the factory reset, right? Yes. Okay, so it was working before, so it's got to be something there, to do with Marcel's phone. So, two things. One would be to, uh, well, actually, stay on the line. <laughs> we're going to work. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, news is coming up. Um, we're going to work through this and see if we can find the option because I want to see if an answer for anybody else that has this. It's clearly, it's got to be on Marcel's phone.
2: Or it's a coincidence.
1: Yeah, but I don't yes. believe in coincidences. <laughs>
2: no, there are no coincidences.
1: <laughs> stay tuned. Uh, hour number two coming up. Now,
0: Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070.
1: This is the second half of our TCK weekend edition for 2023. Also, Kalsa Day and Chemist Day on Sunday. Glad to have you along if you're just tuning in. I am joined by none other than... Gary Beyer from Tesseract 2.0. Thanks for being here. Oh, I love being here. And...
2: And I'm Brian Pavlicich, Tech Talk producer.
1: And if you missed it in our first hour, Gary would normally go and play in the sunshine, particularly as we finally have sunshine and warm temperatures. But because of this, uh, these five Lenovo's you've got, you are going to go down to the store briefly only. Yes. Now, now it's not only for the laptops. It's it's
0: I do have some month end stuff I want to do today as opposed to coming in. Oh, wait a minute. Tomorrow.
1: Okay. So if you're listening to us live on Saturday, Gary's going to go down to Tesseract on Broughton Street right after the show. So 1215 to 130 1 130, PM. I should be done and gone. He will be done and gone. If you want to pick up one of these refurbished Lenovo, he's only got five of them. We'd put it in the notes that you'd had to get one on Monday, but he's going to do that. So, okay. Yeah. 350 bucks for a refurb Lenovo T560 business-grade laptop with 8 gigs of RAM and a new 240 gig SSD and Windows 11 Pro. Yeah. So there you go, if you want that. Okay. Um, so, Marcel, we're going back and forth trying to figure out what it is to make sure. Marcel did a factory reset on his S21 to hopefully fix a bug, and now he can't text pictures to some people. He can do it. So, the, the setting that does that on an iPhone, this is easy one for us, settings, messages, scroll all the way down, And you will see two important switches. Send as SMS when iMessage is unavailable, yes. And then MMS messaging, make sure those are both green. Yes. Now, on an Android phone, it's different because not only are there different versions of the Android software out there, but manufacturers put their own skin on, which changes the appearance and changes where the switches are. So he's got an S21 Ultra. So Brian is working on finding where that switch is, and but we don't think that's what the problem is. We think it, it might be with the APN switch. So we're going to try a couple things. And if those don't work, Marcel or anybody else, then go to the carrier, go to the kiosk or the store of the carrier and get them. Yes. I also suggested to Marcel that he call 611, which would put him in touch with Kudo Service, mm-hmm. and get them to check his MMS settings on their end. Yep. And quite often, turn it off for 10 seconds, turn it back on, resets it. I've had to do that on a couple iPhones where it suddenly lost that ability when they were texting people with Android phones. So there we go, that one there. So Brian's going to talk to you off the air, Marcel, in just a sec. Um, One other thing that I wanted to mention because we got a bunch of calls about this. As Rogers works to absorb Shaw into its operations following last month's approval of the buyout, emails, Gary, are now being sent to Shaw home and mobile customers, updating them on what's happening. But there's not a whole lot of information there's, there's, there. There's
0: almost no information, and basically the emails are saying
1: uh, right, things for now? At this time. At this time are remaining the same. Yeah. And there is one tidbit that they did add in this email that wasn't there in last week's. We're working to get you connected to our national network. As a Shaw Mobile customer, you'll experience the Rogers Coast to Coast mobile network at the same prices you pay today. In the coming months, we will be in touch about how to get connected to the Rogers National Network and help make your transfer experience seamless. There is no immediate action from you right now. Yep. And in the show notes, item number uh, 14, I highlighted those key words at this time and no immediate yep. action. Yep. Now, if you're heading off on a road trip, because it's getting finally, we can. the weather's nice for that, if you want to migrate over to the more robust rogers national network you can do that now if you want by going to the rogers store and again there's a couple key catches here that i don't think they'll be a big deal for most of you but i'd always like to tell you the fine print in advance they will honor your rate on shaw and move you over to rogers But you will not have access to Rogers, USA, or international Rome-like home plans. Most of you go, I don't care because those are too expensive anyway. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know. Secondly, if you have a 5G phone, currently you will not get 5G service. You'll be limited to 4G LTE, which in Canada is pretty awesome It's pretty robust, yeah. Yeah. Rogers will offer you a 5G add-on. Of course they will. For a price coming up. Yep. Okay. And the other one, and this could bite some of you, if you bought your phone from Shaw in in the past two years, and therefore you're paying it off over time, if you want to switch to the Rogers National Network now, you have to pay off the outstanding balance on the phone on your next bill. Yep. So just be aware of that. They put up some important details. It's called Shaw Mobile Brand Sunset FAQ. FAQ stands for Frequently Asked Questions. I link that in the show notes. So for now, nothing you need to do, but if you are going traveling, whether it's up island, interior, across Canada, and you want the more robust Rogers network, you can transition as long as you understand those mm-hmm. little Now, those just, little just to add points. to that, for those of you uh, like me who are on the Freedom Mobile
0: network, Yes. Um, all of these things that we were told were going to happen, that we're going to get access to roaming across Canada, built into our packages, yes. the whole works. Well, that hasn't happened yet. And I was down at the Freedom Mobile kiosk at the Bay Center yesterday yeah. to ask these questions. And they're unsure. They're saying, we are told sometime this summer. Yeah. We're hoping by August. uh the other part of it that uh, you were supposed to get uh, 20%, uh, 20% extra percent data has actually happened. Oh, good. Um, I did to have them check, and I've got a 20 gig plan, and I actually got more than an extra two gig. I oh. got three and a half gigs extra. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Sure. Um, give me fifteen eggs instead of the thing. Here it. it is the twenty the
0: thirtieth? Yeah. Twenty ninth. And I've only used one point six gigs of my twenty three and, and a half. Go
1: nuts. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so yes. So what's happening there is they need to sort that out because there's a complaint over the sweetheart deal that Rogers is giving. Videotron, Freedom Mobile yeah. customers, and Tech Savvy is complaining that that's illegal. They can't give them that good a deal. So that's yeah. why there's a delay in switching you over. Yeah, also delay in my, my bill is supposed to go down 20%. Yes. Not yet. Yeah, stay tuned. That one's coming very yeah. soon. Yeah, there we go. Okay, a couple other things that tie into that. Rogers announced this week that they've teamed up with SpaceX and Link Global, L Y N K Global on a plan to offer satellite-to-phone 911 service from anywhere in Canada starting next year. So the service will begin with text messages and later expand to voice and data. So this is a big deal. It it's, is. Uh, groundbreaking. Apple was first with the emergency satellite SOS. Mm-hmm. This is now going beyond that to where you can actually text initially 911, but then you'll be able to text your brother As well, when you're out in the boonies and have no cell service. Yeah. So, at the same time, unbeknownst to them, a groundbreaking phone call between Texas and Japan occurred this week. AST Space Mobile successfully routed an audio call between two standard smartphones directly through its Blue Walker 3 satellite in low Earth orbit. So, standing outside, they did a phone call that was kind of cool. That's one that of those ground
0: bar- groundbreaking moments there. That's, uh, it is. That's a breakthrough in communications if I ever yeah. saw one. That is, it's, frankly, it's taking what Motorola originally tried with Iridium, which finally went broke, Yeah. Uh, with real satellite phones. But boy, they were satellite suitcase phones. Yeah. But now we're down to using our cell phones to bounce off a of satellite to make
1: Global calls. Yeah. Now, the the satellites, uh, the phones were standard phones. Yep. The satellite had frequencies had been especially configured to see if this would work. So this was a test. This was like the uh, Alexander Graham Bell, mm-hmm. my dear, you know. By the way, do you know what, what word? This is trivia. Let's see, if Brian knows this. When Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone and they made it work, what word did they think you were supposed to say On the other end.
2: Like, other than hello? Not hello. Oh, yeah, I don't
1: know. (laughs) Greetings? No. Ahoy. (laughs) Ahoy. Yeah, that was literally what Alexander, but Thomas Edison, remember him? He invented the record. He Mm. thought it should be hello. And so, eh, that's why we don't say ahoy.
2: Oh, and as a kid forever, I've said, who is it? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, there you there go. There you go. Yeah. So if you want to do an homage to Alexander Graham the next time you answer the phone, say ahoy, ahoy. and explain why. Uh, See the useless information you get out of this show. <laughs> um, one other thing, while well, we're talking about uh, traveling, if you're going traveling outside Canada and want to stay connected without going broke, I put this into item 19 in the show notes. John Lamont at com has written an excellent article on how to use an eSIM for both Apple and Android. He's given pretty pictures. I've also updated my five-page eSIM handout to include several listener-tested free options for the USA, and you can download that here. If you don't want to pay anything while traveling, I've also updated my handout on how to do that with a list of the ramifications of that option, and it's listed there at item 19. You have an email from a fellow who is going to Ireland. Oh, let me... Oh, there it is.
0: Yeah. Um, that was from... I saw this is from Jeff. Jeff. Hi, Alan and gang. My wife and I are going to Ireland for the first two weeks of June. Nice. Yeah. Can you advise on the best way to use a cell phone overseas? I heard your show a few weeks ago with something about a SIM card. Well, I'm guessing it's a E sim card. Uh, We are on Roger's plan right now.
1: So the only thing, Jeff, that I don't know is what phone you have, but judging by the occupation I can see in your contact info, I'm guessing you have a fairly recent phone. So, yes, what you can do is you can get an eSIM card, which adds a second phone number. It's not an actual card. We, we should just call it eSIM. Yeah. You scan a barcode and, or put in the code, and it automatically adds a second number. Then you would turn off your Canadian number. When you flow the switch off, you're still paying. It just goes yeah. on hold, in effect. You would change your voicemail to say, hey, we're in Ireland for the first two weeks of Joan. You won't be able to get me at this number. Please use Signal, WhatsApp, FaceTime, yep. whatever, or email me and I'll give you my new Ireland number. And then you do that. And yep. the one that we've recommended that is the easiest is Aralo, A I R A L O. And that's all that information, Jeff. That's in item number nineteen. My download there will walk you through how to do that. And then you just have to throw a couple switches to say my default voice line is now is now the Ireland carrier, and my uh, my default data line. Now, the only catch, and this is a big catch for some people, you can't make a traditional phone call. You can chat all you want, video or audio, by any method other than the phone. So you would use WhatsApp or Signal, FaceTime, Skype. If you need to actually call a phone number, somebody who doesn't have a mobile phone, then you can use Skype to phone, Mm -hmm. which gives you 60 minutes free with Microsoft 365 subscription or about 1.4 cents a minute otherwise. Yeah, it's very expensive. So you put 10 bucks, yeah. In terms of the actual cost itself, so I'm going to, hey Siri, open Aerolo.com. The app itself, A-I-R-A-L-O, recommend you put it on your phone, and then you can buy an eSIM for a country or a region or worldwide. So because he said Ireland only, I'm just going to search directly for Ireland, and the carrier there would be, oh, boy. (laughs) That's Irish. No idea. F-A with the accent I-L-T-E. I'm not even going to try out of respect for nope. the wonderful Irish language. But anyway, you would get... Now, you said you're going for the first two weeks, so you need a 15-day plan. So that's going to cost you 2 gigabytes of data, 15 days, $7 U.S. If you want more, 3 gigs, which is valid for up to 30 days, for 9 bucks. If you want more, 5 gigs, $13, all U.S. prices. And then you just buy it before you go, and when you land, you follow the instructions in my notes, and away you go. And wow, just so I can roam across Canada
0: with freedom for three gigs, I have spent 45 bucks.
1: Okay, so now I've never thought, let's try that. So if I do Canada, even though we're Mm -hmm. in Canada, you would be using Tuq, T-U-Q-U-E. Oh, I love it. That's as Canadian (laughs) as it gets. There we go. And how long are you going for? Ten days. So, we put you on the fifteen day plan, two gigs for eleven dollars, three gigs for fifteen, five gigs for eighteen, all u s. dollars.
0: Oh, it's still cheaper than freedom,
1: yeah. And it's really good quality. Yep. um four g, five g. If your phone's five g, it'll be five g. Yeah. So there you go. So that's that's how that works. We've had people try it. All that. So if you're going to the U.S., you don't have to pay anything because we have several listener-tested free options for the USA only. And again, that's item number 19 in the show notes. So there you go, Jeff. Okay, quick break. And we have another Jeff spelled the same way on the phone line as well as Rose and James when we continue. 22 after the hour on Tech Talk. That poem, that awesome poem that Brian sent in earlier that we had Siri read out, and he said it was from himself and Petey, Right? It turns out it's from PT, P-E-T-E-Y. It's an AI assistant app oh. that you can get on your iPhone and iPad, and it's $5 one-time charge, he says. Yep. Um, he says, I find it quite handy, like being AI Copilot. different apps on iPhone and iPad. The iPhone has translator built in. iPad does not. I have only one HomePod with microphone on, and you trigger it every time you say S-I-R-I. Sorry, he says, S-I-R-I is well confused. Okay, so I won't say her name. Sorry. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to pick up just the voice. Uh, just before we get back to the phone lines, because you guys send us such great stuff, I encourage you to watch this one, even though it does work on the radio. Video number 41 is by our friend Tom Scott, who takes us to an airbase up in the Swiss Alps, where they have not one but two, get this, public roads that cross a runway regularly used by fighter jets. I took a little diversion on the way back from filming
3: last week's video. It is very cold and windy at this altitude, but tucked away in the Swiss Alps, there's a military airfield with not one, but two public roads that go straight across the runway, and I've wanted to see this for a long time. This is miring airbase, and not only do the fighter jets here have to cope with civilian traffic crossing their runway, but the spectacle of military aircraft roaring down the tarmac attracts tourists from all over the world. So I wanted to ask, how do they operate an airbase where the public aren't just turning up to watch but they can also walk ride or drive straight through it's really oh,
1: fascinating how they do this and by the way uh if you're wondering what it's like being there brian has got another cue here of this oh, one yeah.
2: yeah oh i did okay, <laughs> where are we going we'll take it
1: back oh, no, no. Wrong one.
2: See oh got I, okay i gotta re- <laughs> sorry okay. i gotta reopen that
1: this is a really fascinating uh video that he does it um because I mean, think of the logistics involved. And they talk to the people in the control tower how they do this, and it's because, if you're wondering, Gary, why they would have roads that go right across an airbase, it's because they're in the Swiss Alps, and there really isn't any other way to get from from A to B. So, no. Yeah. It's-
3: I... Cannot explain how loud that was. I've got full Ear Defender earplugs in. I think it might have broken my microphone.
1: Wow! (laughs) (laughs) you got to go watch that. It's fascinating. So people come from all over, not just Switzerland, but they take the train there just to go stand at the edge of where the gates go down. They have, like, railway crossing gates Mm -hmm. and control tower with binoculars. It's it's fascinating. I can actually see why people would want to go there. Yeah, because it looks like a wonderful setting aside from that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, having been... There, Anyway, uh, we've been keeping p- people waiting here, so let's see. James is up next. Hi, James. Thanks for waiting.
7: Hi, no problem. Um, well, I listened to your show earlier. I got this crazy thing over um, Apple Messages. I think I sent you a copy of it. It says it's from uh, Canada Revenue Agency Refund Service. that sent me some money. I haven't <laughs> done my taxes yet.
1: <laughs> got to love yeah, that part. Eh? Eh? They've started early.
7: nine four three zero 3690. So when you go to their their um, where I'm supposed to touch to uh, get my deposit, yeah, yeah. it goes to a screen that's got uh, verify you're a human I'm going. I don't think I've been well, tra- now? Before you
1: do that, look at the address up at the top of the verify your human screen. What's the address at the top?
7: cra-claim-funds.info
1: info secure. Okay, so that's not CRA, but it is okay. Of course not. Are you on an iPhone? I am. Okay, so you're okay. So tap the verify I'm human button. You're okay. You, You wouldn't normally do this, but you're being the guinea pig here. I've seen this one. Tap that and watch to see where it takes you.
7: Oh, all right. I'll try that. So what it's going to do is it's going to
1: redirect you. It's called a a ping. It's going to ping you, and if you watch the address at the top, it's going to go change, 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 and it's going to land you on one of their servers. They're playing cat and mouse to avoid being shut down. Uh, Well,
7: I'm
1: supposed to click on how many lights or traffic lights in squares. Yeah, and it really doesn't matter whether you get this right or not. But yeah, they're doing that just to try and make this seem real, these weasels.
7: Yeah, right.
1: So while while um, James is doing that, for anybody else, emails and texts from Canada Revenue, A, you shouldn't get any, but nope. some people have specifically set up for emails from Canada Revenue. But even in that case, there will never be a link in the email. No. It'll say, go to your account, yep.
0: and the message to, is waiting yep.
1: there. Log into my account. Please, yep. spread this word, because we're heading into tax oh, season. Oh, goodness, yes. James? Yeah, I've
7: got a thing where it comes up to say, deposit your money, whatever the month they were going to give me, and uh, then mm-hmm. it's got which, which financial... Before you do
1: that, look at the address.
7: I can't see where it is.
1: At the top or the bottom, wherever your address bar is.
7: It still says it's from CRA yeah. dot dash claim dash yeah. funds dot info.
1: And nothing else, nothing else after that? No. Okay, so they're playing dangerous from a scammer point yeah, of view because yeah, that actually, makes it really easy to get shut down. Yeah. Okay, so now pick a bank, any bank. Don't pick your bank, but pick yeah. any one of those banks and watch where the address goes. Okay.
7: Uh, yep, so it's taking me to, to the TD, and it says to uh, log. What's
1: yeah. the address?
7: Same, same one,
0: CRA-funds.info. They're really not doing a good job here.
1: Yeah, because normally you get a specific website that at least looks like looks like TD on. The, all they want you to do is give them your bank account information so they can steal your money. Yeah, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So thank you for being a, a good guinea pig on that one. There, normally you would not do this because there would be a bunch of gibberish there, and they would capture your email address and start sending you other scams. But mm-hmm. I know that particular one because I literally did it on the phone with a lady yesterday. So you're okay. So. Yep. Yeah. tell okay. your friends. One more quick question. Hold on. I I gotta, I'll stay where you are. I'll take the question off the air to keep you waiting because news is coming up. Back with more. Now, Tech Talk with Alan Perry on CFAX 1070. Gary Beyer from Tesseract Computers. And Brian Pavlochich, Charles Martin will be with us next weekend as we preview the Merry Month of May Victoria Mac and iOS user group meeting here. We've had several other people, guys, that have been trying uh, the thing with S-I-R-I and adding to the calendar oh, for Gail yes. Who's Blind, and they've all run into the the same issue. It does not appear to be an issue on earlier operating systems. Okay. Somebody who's still on iOS 15 tried it. No problem. Somebody who hadn't done the update uh, to 4.1 on iOS 16. So it's a bug in 16.4 or 16.4.1. So we will will get that one sorted out.
2: And it's it's not just Siri. Like Siri will tell you, it'll acknowledge the 31st day, but whenever you refer to the calendar, there's no 31st day in the calendar, unless you open it. Yeah, if you
1: ask what is the last day of May or what is the last Thursday in May, it'll tell you the 31st. It's only Mm. the calendar adding Function that it seems to be an issue. So, yes, there we go. Um, one other homework video I wanted to try here for you. After eight years as host of The Late Late Show, James Corden had his final show on Thursday. It featured one last carpool karaoke with Adele, which was awesome. She actually woke him up and she drove, and it was really emotional. It was really good. That's video 43. There was a great bit featuring all the late night hosts. Which is video forty-four, sort of like James Corden's Nightmare, What Happens After You Retire. And this one I wanted to play you a bit of, because you won't find this anywhere else. Video number 45. James recruits a reluctant Tom Cruise to join him on stage before a sold-out house at the Pantages Theater as surprised cast members in Disney's The Lion King.
3: Hakuna Matata! What a wonderful
0: phrase! <laughs> Ain't no passing craze It means no worries For the rest of your days It's our problem free
1: never heard him sing. Tom Cruise sing before. Yeah. That was really cool. It's a brilliant video. Go watch it. it. It ends, by the way, with Tom Cruise and James Corden singing Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but not on stage. You'll understand the context. It was really cool. I mean, Tom Cruise did get James Corden to go flying in the fighter jet and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was only good that James get him to yep. the other, the other way around on stage because someone like Tom would like likes to rehearse and oh, get yeah. this stuff down to, be so, perfect. to wing that one. So that that was really cool. Thank you, Susan, for sending me that one. Okay, you've got a couple emails there that we should try yeah, and get Yeah, let me get back to the
0: emails here. So which one did you want to go with? You pick. Oh, we already did landlines, uh, spring greetings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wonder if you can give me some advice, please. I have to move lock, stock, and self out of my townhouse and put all my belongings in storage, including my desktop, for three or four months while renos are being done. My life, Word and Excel, exists on my uh, MS365. Can you tell if it's possible, easy to install my MS365 on my iPad and how, mu- how, ma- how much memory it would take to access while I'm living elsewhere?
1: Diane. Yeah. Oh, good luck with that move, (laughs) That doesn't sound like fun. No, not at all. Our part on this role is really easy. Yes, Microsoft has a unified app now for iPhones and iPads. It's different, but it still comes up when you search the App Store. Just search for Microsoft 365. It's purplish and blue, and you download that. It's absolutely free. And then you just sign in, Diane, with your current Outlook account that has your Microsoft 365 subscription. So, and that's all there is to it. And then it'll there'll be a bunch of about eight or nine prompts about your privacy, your data, your notifications. They're all fine. There's no tricks there. And then, lo and behold, you'll have access. Now, here's the key word, Gary. You'll have access to all of the files that are on your OneDrive. Yes. Yeah. Only if you choose to download them, will they start taking up space yep. on your iPhone or your iPad. To make changes to them, it downloads them into a temporary folder, makes the changes, yep. saved to the cloud, and gone. Yep. You actually have to hit the three dots to download if you want to keep a copy on your iPad to show people at the beach where there's no Internet. Otherwise, yeah, it's, it's one of the best things they ever did. You can download separate Word, Excel, Excel, PowerPoint and OneNote apps mm-hmm. but by using the unified app all the recent stuff is right on the screen. I showed Gar- Gary yeah, just a few really minutes. Ago. Yeah, it's really quite impressive. So, if the last three things you opened are a document, a spreadsheet and a PowerPoint, they'll all be listed They're right, right there. there and when you tap on it, it opens in the respective internal app. it's really nice and crisp and clean. They really they really got this one right. And again, it's free if you don't have a Microsoft 365 subscription. But then you have to save stuff just to your 5 gigabytes of cloud. Yep. If you have the 365 subscription, $79 a year, then you get a terabyte, plus you get downloadable software for your computer if mm-hmm. you have one. In Diane's case, yours is going to go into storage yep. for three months. So get a hold of me when you... Hopefully it's just three to four months. Yeah. Normally we're those, I've never mm-hmm. seen them go less. So good luck with, with that one there. Okay, a couple other things in the show notes that um, are worth covering. Microsoft has updated the artificial intelligence chat engine that's built into its popular new Bing app and Microsoft Edge browser. The new version that came out on Thursday gives noticeably better answers when you ask about travel and recipes, including giving you the source of recipes it uses. Even if it has to modify the recipe to add or delete ingredients that you want or don't want, but it does tell you where the original recipe Came from. On a computer, I put this into the show notes, item number 20. Go to bing.ca slash new. On a mobile device, they have the Bing app for iPhone, iPad, and Android now as well. Just go to the respective app store there. One just in passing, 20 years ago this weekend, April 28th, 2003, Steve Jobs announced the iTunes Music Store. They came up with 200,000 songs and a few exclusives that not only changed the record industry then, but paved the way to all the streaming we do now. 200,000 when Mm -hmm. they came out. And now, I think at last time, there was 42 million, not including all the classical stuff. Yeah. They just added a couple of weeks ago. There we go. Um, If you use WhatsApp and have more than one smartphone, item number 24 in the notes, you'll soon be able to access the same WhatsApp account on up to four devices at the same time. And this is key. The four devices can be any combination of phones, tablets, laptops, and desktops. So if you have a work phone and a personal phone, you can now get the WhatsApp conversations on both. So right. if you're only carrying one, you don't, you don't miss out. The new feature began rolling out this past week. You should have it. Everyone should have it within a few weeks. It's not on the current version of WhatsApp I have on my phone. So it's not you. Just keep checking for updates, and then you'll you'll just see it there. And to answer the unasked question, to access WhatsApp on the iPad, there is still no app, but there's a workaround. It's called web.whatsapp.com. It's official. It's, okay. not, it's a workaround. The instructions are in item number 25, so if you've wanted to be able to do the video calls on the larger screen mm-hmm. of an iPad, you can now. The app is coming presumably soon. There we go. That one is there. One that you've talked about in the past when people have asked about buying a Chromebook. Oh, yeah. So schools bought millions of them back in 2020 when the pandemic hit because students had to learn at home. Yep. And And we're
0: using Google Education. Yeah. The, The problem is, A, there are way too many of them sold all at once. and they're all dying after about three years as opposed to a
1: laptop that should last you anywhere from five to nine. Yeah. And the school districts are discovering that replacing or fixing them is costing a lot more than it would have if they'd done what you'd said initially when a lady called in asking about that for her grandkids. Mm -hmm. Not to mention the privacy issues. When you use a Chromebook, Google has access to everything, and they sell that info. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, the chromebooks
0: it, its, it's they weren't a good idea to start with, and now, frankly, they're going to—they're not recycled properly. They're going
1: to be yeah. an environmental disaster. Yeah. Uh, Rose on the phone line when we come back, but also if you are a Star Trek fan, I think you're going to love this. Gene Roddenberry passed away. Hey Siri, when did Gene Roddenberry die? Gene
3: Roddenberry died October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety one, at age seventy, in Santa Monica.
1: And guess what? He left us as a legacy. He was forward enough thinking that he gave instructions to the people in charge of his legacy. Mm -hmm. It includes a website that lets you tour the bridge of almost every USS Enterprise, including the ones that hadn't been created yet. We'll have that for you when we come back after a break. Stay tuned. 14 before the hour on Tech Talk for our TC10K weekend. Okay, if you are a Star Trek fan, you're going to love this. Gary's just trying it right now. I put the link into the show notes, item 51, because it is a bit weird, but Roddenberry, R-O-D-D-E-N-B-E-R-R-Y dot X dot I-O. That is a website that lets you tour the bridge of almost every USS Enterprise. And it's it's so cool. Which one did you go to? 1701. Come on. (laughs) There you go. On the website, click or tap on Bridge View, then scroll across the bottom timeline, choose uh, the generation of enterprise you would like, then click or tap on Expand, and use your mouse or finger to move around the bridge. There you go. I want to get Brian in a minute to give us an update on how he worked out with Marcel, who's having difficulty texting his brother in Montreal. Uh, But meanwhile, Rose has been waiting very patiently. Sorry, Rose, there was a reflection on my screen, and I didn't see your call waiting there. My apologies. Uh,
5: That's okay. I just have a question in regards to, um, you know, when you take all your photos on your iPhone and then you make albums? Yes. If you delete the photos that you've taken are they still in your album
1: no if you delete it from recent then they're gone from everywhere you can get them back within 30 days if you delete them if you go to delete them from the album it'll when you click on the garbage can it'll say remove from album or delete if you remove from album it stays in your recent photos but if you go delete then it's gone from everywhere okay so okay. if you accidentally deleted some that you want back, then you just go to albums, press albums twice, go all the way down to the bottom to recently deleted. They're there for 30 days from the time you hit the garbage can and you can put them back.
5: Okay, no problem. That's Thank a really you. good
1: question. Thanks, okay. Rose. thanks.
5: thanks. thanks. bye Bye-bye.
1: When you put them into an album, it doesn't move them. It basically puts an electronic string mm-hmm. to where they are in recents.
2: Yeah, that's nice, so you don't have to, be like, where do they find it? Like, it's in the, they're all in the library, no matter where, what other albums yep. they're in, they're in the library, but you can also put them into albums for, you yep. know, easy access. You can put grouping. them into
1: 5, 10, 15 different albums. And one of the things you can do, particularly if you're going to be printing them or something, you sometimes need different aspect ratios. So if you want to crop one down to, say, 4x6 or something, then mm-hmm. tap, before you do that, tap on the three dots in the corner and go duplicate. So mm-hmm. now you do have two copies. Oh, yeah. And you can crop one to four by six or three by five or whatever size you want. Yeah. And you can also keep the original. You could go back and uncrop it afterwards. Right. But sometimes people like to have both sizes.
2: You get prompted, when you're when you're done editing, though, you should get prompted for save as copy or just save so that it, it either overwrites the original or it, it saves it as a copy. Right? Does everybody get that option, or is it certain no, versions? No,
1: only certain versions, yeah. On a phone, normally it's just done, and it automatically, there isn't even a save button. When you go and edit a photo, when you make any changes, it's just done, and uh, do that, yeah. Okay. So uh, people that are posting for social media, some apps have different aspect ratios, so they will automatically crop and create a folder oh, yes. for Instagram,
2: and do Oh, that. it's a video so, thing, video. I'm yes, sure videos Videos, videos is, will always s- offer you save it, yeah. Yes,
1: there we go. Uh, speaking of videos, one more here. Video number forty-six was recorded live a couple weeks ago. Oh, you got to help me with this one—the pronunciation of this one, uh, <laughs> Brian, because you come from that part of the world. Oh. If you look at your script, there, I gave you the pronunciation. I think I've got the city right—Ljubljana in Slovenia. Yeah. Yep. But the location, Kankarjev Dom. Okay, it's a very well-known. It's like Hollywood Bowl of, of Ljubljana. Anyway, it oh, yeah. features the four classically trained guitarists known as Forty Fingers performing a Dire Straits classic. If you're a guitarist, you don't want to take on Mark Knopfler's guitar writing and playing, but these guys do it. Something's of Swing, there you go. Item number, video number 46 in the show notes there. Okay, uh, let's see what else we can get to here. Um, we've got a whole bunch of text here for you yep so we were oh. troubleshooting with Marcel, Marcel. yes
2: um, and what I suspect is he was on the s21 ultra um, but he was still using the Samsung messages app and starting with the release of the s22 Samsung is moving over to Google messaging uh, messages being the default app yep. um, and some of the RCS settings are like just not available or not working properly in the Samsung messages app so I suspected that there was some kind of problem and he's trying he needs to send his MMS but it might be trying RCS, RCS. or something something's messed up there so I've got him to switch over and he's trying it and he's going to text you an update when he knows awesome he texted
1: Um, me a wonderful picture of pliers (laughs) I sent him back a sunset so anybody else that's using the last couple of models of the Samsung Galaxy S21 Mm -hmm. switch over go into the settings and change the default messaging app over to the Google messages.
2: They will they should both come installed and the so yes. the Google one now is it's like a white background with two overlapping blue chat bubbles yeah. versus the Samsung one is a Blue background with a white chat bubble with three
1: blue dots in it. And how do you change the default?
2: So actually, if you, you if you open the other messaging app, it will prompt you to make it the default. So you don't even have to go into settings.
1: Oh, hallelujah. So
2: so just <laughs> go in, it it'll say, do you want to make this? And then it will import all your chat history. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what happened with Marcel. And so he's going to try that now. But he's also having a Google account problem that we were troubleshooting where his Play Store won't sync properly. So yeah. I think he's also not getting up proper updates. Oh, okay. But
1: that's <laughs> to be continued. Um, From Peter, who's 74, he says, Just heard you say to send e-transfers to phone, not email address. I don't have a computer. I use an Android S20 FE. How do I do that? I have Gmail and net email address. Okay, so I don't know what bank you're on, Peter, but uh, I know you're over on Ganges, or at least that's what it says. So I would stop in at your bank with your phone and get them to show you how to change it so e-transfers are done. Auto now, phone. not all banks do e-transfers by phone. Credit unions are sometimes notoriously late to the game on this. Mm. It's just yeah. such a huge safety thing. But take your phone, stop in at the bank, and they will they will be glad to show you. That way you don't even remember what what you do there.
2: And you'll just enable auto deposit to that phone number, so you won't ever really have to do anything. You'll just get a text saying the money was deposited. Yep. Which is the safest way.
1: Okay. From Maryland by text. I have an Asus laptop bought new in 2020. It's showing one new email, but I've looked at all of them on all my devices what to do. I'm sort of reading between the lines. I'm guessing that you're using the white and blue mail app that comes built in with Windows 10 and 11. Right click on your inbox and mark all as read. That should, that, do it, that should mm-hmm. clear it. It's just a ghost. It's there. You've read it. it yep. It's just a ghost. If you're not using that mail app, then we need to know what app you are using and also what your email address ends in, at what. Don't give me the first part, just the at what, because that makes it different. Final couple minutes after this. A couple more texts here. Are there any disadvantages to auto-deposit for e-transfers? The only disadvantage would be if the person sends you not as much money as you were expecting or had promised, then you're going to have to go back and say, hey, you'd said 3000 that was yeah. only $2,000.
2: Right, yeah. If they make a mistake, then they don't get a chance to say, no, 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 don't deposit it. Yeah. On the other hand, if they send you too much.
1: Oh, darn. Right. <laughs> then you're going to be honest. Yeah. Uh, one for you, uh, Gary, here. Uh, our old Moto G6, that's a smartphone, is broken. We need a new unlocked buy outright phone for a cheap pre-play cheap prepay plan. Our usage is very infrequent. Any recommendations? All the iPhone SE 2020s that Ricky Winter told us about uh, last weekend? Um, yeah, last weekend. They've come and gone. Everybody that put their name on the list, I believe, got one. Ricky's trying to find more. They've come and gone. He's going to get old of three for me, for those of you who know who you are, who I promised I'd get them for you. Um, but for somebody that's, that wants an buyout right inexpensive phone
0: um i do have in stock some uh factory refurbished google pixel threes oh yes i they didn't are, know you had phones i these ones i keep in stock because we do get some people coming in once in a oh, while okay so these are a factory refurbished. uh they are a little bit older it's a three yeah uh but full full featured smartphone and i've got those on for 199 oh, okay what size
1: screen pretty much the same as my iphone okay Cool. Thank you. Yeah. I'll respond to a bunch of other texts, but we got to go because I hear that music in the background. Brian, thanks for being here as always. Thank you. Gary, thank pleasure. you. pleasure. Always a pleasure. You've have you sold any of those
0: laptops already? Oh, already, I've got a message from uh, one person. Yes, they'll be meeting me at one o'clock,
1: and uh, that means four left. Okay, Saturday while we're live only Tesseract. If you want three hundred and fifty dollars for an awesome Lenovo business grade four twenty five for even awesomer. Okay. Yep. (laughs) There you go. That's that
0: 75 upgrade.
1: We'll leave you with our friends from 40 Fingers. Thanks for enjoying the show with us, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Enjoy the rest of your TC 10K weekend, Camas Day, and Calsa Day. And so it goes.